The A's went 6-13 in the month of April, but believe it or not, there were some bright spots on this team. We're going to talk about them today on Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. For Locked On A's, stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 564 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and I, in today's show, we're going to be talking about Brent Rooker. We're going to be talking about Shea Langoliers, the bang master himself, and then some rookies and some pitchers that were better than league average. Uh, the, the pitchers, the rookies were great. The, the pitchers that were better than league average. We're going to talk about all those players today. Uh, but before we get into anything, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off of your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Game Time. Um, yeah, also thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. If you're already on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. We're quickly approaching 1,200 subs. We were hoping for 1,000 last month at the for opening day, and now we're almost at 1,200. So thank you to everybody who's subscribed. Uh, hope you like the content. Uh, if you've already subscribed, make sure to like and comment down below because that is how the podcast finds other people that might like this like yourself. So uh, please go ahead. People did not like the last episode because I was talking about how the narrative may have changed uh, regarding the A's in Las Vegas because there were some pieces written in Las Vegas about like, hey, are we sure we like this John Fisher guy? People did not like that. People did not even watch the episode and just commented, the, Veg the, the narrative has not changed, blah, 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 blah. Uh, comments have been wild. Um, so that's why I like talking about baseball. That's what we're going to do today <laughs> because, oh man, staying away from the comment section. Anyways, uh, let's start off. It, obviously we're starting off with Brent Rooker today because, uh, he's great. And also today, Monday, he was named the, uh, AL player of the week. He had a really good week last week, but, uh, it's kind of hard to tell when he has like a good week because he's just amazing all the time. They're all good weeks when you're Brent Rooker. Uh, but last week he went 10 for 24. That is a 417 batting average with eight runs, a double, five home runs, 11 driven in. He walked six times and also was hit by two balls. I don't know if he would have gotten the player of the week without those two hit by pitches. So, uh, kudos to those pitchers, I guess. Uh, he ended up with a 545 on base percentage. What a week. What a week. What a season. What a find Brent Rucker has been. Uh, he is the first ace player since Frankie Montas in 2020. Uh, that was the August 9th uh, week uh, since Frankie Montas was named then. Uh, he's the first A's player to win player of the week since Frankie Montas. Uh, he is also the first position player since Mark Canna won it back on August 25th, 2019. So... Uh, a couple, he's breaking some trends by being Brent effing Rooker. Good job for him. Um, honestly, he was seen as a platoon option when he made the when he made the roster. Uh, he he was going to be a lefty masher to pair with Seth Brown, who was a righty masher, and uh, you you put the two of them together and they just go mash the baseball. But 
apparently, Brent Rooker can mash against righties and lefties. He can be an everyday kind of guy. And I got some stats that are could, in fact, blow your mind. We're going to get into those here in a second, though. Uh, but a little bit more of the narrative around Brent Rooker. Uh, he, he was seen as the platoon guy with Seth Brown. Seth Brown got hurt about a week into the season, and uh, he's still out with an oblique strain. Uh, he's he's getting back. He's getting back. He's doing some catch. He's starting baseball activities. He should go on a, maybe not a lengthy rehab, but, you know, probably for like a week or so. Rehab is my guess. Um, in the coming days, I would imagine, um, as, as long as he's feeling okay. So that's where we are with Seth Brown. But uh, with Seth Brown down, him and uh, Brent Rooker, Connor Cable, started seeing a little bit more playing time. And in his first stint of, like, legit playing, like, consistent playing time with the A's, he went 6 for 12 in Baltimore. And uh, what, what a series that was. That was kind of when he put himself on the map, I think, for A's fans. He hit three home runs, drove in nine in that series. It was a four-game series. He only played in three of them. And he he did some damage, you guys. He, he really had a week that week. I don't know why he didn't win that week either. Probably because he didn't get hit by any pitches. Um, in April overall, he has hit 353, or he did hit, I guess, because it's behind us now. He hit 353 with a 465 on base. He had nine home runs, 22 <laughs> runs batted in. That's not bad. It's not a bad month at all. You could argue that he could be the player of the month in the American League, but He's four plate appearances shy of being a qualified hitter as of right now. By the time uh, Tuesday's game rolls around, they're off today. By the time Tuesday's game rolls around, um, he, he will need seven. He need basically to be a qualified hitter, and that is to qualify for the, the year-end awards and all that stuff. You need to have 3.1 plate appearances per team game played. Not per game that they play, per, team, per game that the team plays. So... He, he does not have that because he was kind of platooning and not getting regular at-bats for like the first week, week and a half of the season. So he's not there yet. And the A's offense uh, doesn't afford him a lot of... Uh, they, they don't... I mean, they're fine. They're, they're not like a bad offense. They're like a league average offense. But he hasn't been able to recoup all of those plate appearances just yet. He will this week. He, he definitely will be there this week as long as he stays healthy. <laughs> Stay healthy. Uh, or else I will have jinxed it just now. Um, but... These ranks, where does he rank with home runs? Those nine home runs, fifth in baseball. Not bad for a guy who has played roughly three weeks of the season. Um, and he's buying like Pete Alonso and a couple of other like big slugger type guys. Uh, he's 10th in runs batted in. He's third. He would be third in batting average. He's not technically qualified yet, but he would be third in batting average. And then he would be second in on-base percentage. Uh, this led me to write the article, Brent Rooker is... Almost the best hitter in baseball because holy crap, what a season. Um, the, the stats on Fangraphs that WRC Plus had not been updated when I when I went to publish last night. Uh, but I have the updated stats for you now. Uh, he, as of yesterday, had a 225 WRC Plus. That went up 12%, 12 points uh, after his 2 for 4 one home run game yesterday. He now has a 237 WRC plus on the season that is a hundred and thirty-seven percent above league average. Let that sink in. I got some some comparables 
to help that sink in for you guys, too. Uh, it is the tops in all of Major League Baseball. Now, Matt Chapman's there, but he's like 19% below, I think. He's well behind the pace that the Brents man is, uh, is, uh, is going here. Um, he's just four plate appearances shy of being there, though. So I lowered the threshold to 80 plate appearances, and that is why he is... That, that's where he ranks. If you lowered to 80, he needs just, just four more. Just four more plate appearances, and he will be that guy. It's kind of hard to imagine that he won't be that guy in a couple of days when he reaches that mark. Uh, last year, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs and, uh, you know, had, had a great season. Amazing season. Won the AL MVP. He finished with a 203 WRC+. Again... It's over the course of a full season. I get that. But what a season Aaron Judge had. He he cashed in at the Yankees bank during the offseason. He almost cashed in with the Giants, and he didn't. <laughs> uh, that still makes me laugh. Arson Judge. Um, but still, the month that Brent Rucker just had, 34% better. Better than the one that Aaron Judge had that landed him AL MVP. That is a... That is an amazing month from Brent Rucker. Um, only two seasons since 2002 have had a better WRC+. Plus. Uh, can you name them? It, you probably can. Uh, one was Barry Bonds in 2002. He put up a 244 WRC+, plus, which is insane. Um, WRC+, plus has helped a lot by uh, walks and home runs. I, I, I'm like... 75% sure on that. That walks and home runs help WRC plus a decent amount. And Brent Rucker's walk rate of a lot uh, definitely helps him accumulate a, a little bit more in the WRC plus realm. Uh, also, one guy that we'll talk about later also has a high WRC plus. So it makes sense, I think. Uh, the other season here is uh, also Barry Bonds in 2004. He had a 233 WRC plus. So the only player... That has been better than Brent Rucker's month of April. Granted, these are full seasons. So I know that it's not apples to apples or oranges to oranges. But this is the kind of month that he had is what I'm trying to say. Is he's been hitting it like peak Barry Bonds on steroids. That's the Brent Rucker that we're seeing this season. And uh, that's that's not bad for a November waiver claim. It's wild how baseball works sometimes. Is he going to keep doing it? Is he going to keep being peak steroid Barry Bonds? I doubt it. But, oh, man, what a ride. And even if he's like a 150 WRC Plus player, that's still really good. That's a really that's an all-star player. That is a solid baseball player. He might not win the AL MVP, but what a friggin' month he's had. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Uh, just kudos to Brent Rucker for putting a smile on A's fans' faces. Uh, for you know a, a, a few times there because he he's doing he's doing his thing and he's finally getting some run in the big leagues and that's just great um, I also wrote uh, the piece over at inside the A's so you can check that out there's some uh, quotes in there from Brent Rucker uh, I, I talked to him when they got home from the Baltimore um, series and so I was like hey I noticed that you had been hitting the ball really hard and, you know, t take me into like what your thought process was when you were hitting the ball hard and were you making adjustments? What were you doing with that? And he took me inside, you know, hitting a little bit. And so uh, there's some quotes on that if that interests you, but I just wanted to focus on what he has done at the dish uh, for, for this segment here. So go check that out. It'll be in the show notes for you guys. Uh, but coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about 
Shay Langoliers, the bang man himself. So stay locked in, you guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you will have. One thing that I love about Game Time is that uh, when you're looking through the tickets, it'll show you uh, where the ticket is and how much it costs, and it'll give you an image of the view from the seats, which is great. As a baseball fan, I want to know what kind of a view I'm looking at. What side am I? are we talking here? Uh, I've been to the Coliseum for, you know, my entire life. I still don't know where all the sections are. And I'm like, yeah, where is that one? Oh, oh, that's the first baseline. No, no, no. I want to be behind the home dugout. And Game Time allows me to know where I am, and that is great. The Game Time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Uh, you can snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Today's episode is also brought to you by So Rare. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. On my team, I've got Esturi Ruiz, and I am very happy. He is putting up one heck of a season for me. He's just raking in the points, and I'm uh, seeing uh, all of... That's happened in real time. It's a lot of fun. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Uh, I believe you can win game tickets by playing this game on so rare, and that is amazing. Win or lose, you still own the cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So head to sorare.com slash locked on. That is S-O-R-A-R-E dot com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's sorare.com slash locked on to start playing today. The A's play the Mariners on Tuesday as long as there's not rain in the forecast. And uh, you can... Catch every pitch with the hometown broadcast on Sirius XM. Just download the SXM app and search athletics, and then you can go ahead and watch Mason Miller dominate another opponent. I'm excited about watching Mason Miller go against the Seattle Mariners, if we're being honest. I'm going to that game as long as it's going to be played. Uh, there's rain in the forecast. We'll see what happens there, but... I'm excited about that one, but welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's. That's at Inside the A's on Twitter or si.com slash MLB slash athletics if you want to just type it into your URL bar. But uh, let's talk a little bit about Bangaliers, Shea Langa Bangaliers. Um, I don't know why I started calling him the Bang Man, but I did, and I I don't know, maybe it'll stick. We'll see. <laughs> it's basically, do I remember it? Was it memorable enough for me to keep doing it? Uh, and so we'll we'll know uh, when I talk about him next. Maybe I'll ask him if he's fine with that to his face. I don't know. Uh, but Shea Langoliers on the season, uh, at first glance, 
he's doing okay. He, he, he's hitting 222 with a 286 on base. Not like sterling numbers, but they're okay. He also has six home runs and 16 RBIs. That's uh, all, the same. That's tied. Both of those stats tied with Sean Murphy. So that's something to hopefully help you rest easier at night. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't know. Um, he also has a 109 WRC plus, and while that is like 9% above league average in one month, I think that if he can maintain that or be roughly a 109 WRC plus kind of a player, that's great. In his first full season, that is a great first full season from a catcher learning the job. Also, with his pitching staff, he can't just focus on hitting, he's got to do other things too. This pitching staff has not been great. They're not helping him get a lot of sleep, like sleeping like a baby very often. He's had a lot of sleepless nights, I'm guessing, uh, because the pitching staff is not great. Still, there are three guys that we're going to talk about in the next segment. Um, and I, I think that the 109 is fine. The 109 is fine. I'm happy with that. He is in his first full big league season. Uh, and Sean Murphy's first full, full big league season. He had had a couple of cups of coffee in uh, 19 and 20. I believe, yes. Um, but his first full big league season, over the course of the whole season, he had a 100 WRC+. plus. He was exactly league average. And that's kind of the bar right now. He'd be a year younger than uh, Sean Murphy was at at this point in his career, getting his first full big league season. So a 100 WRC+, plus is the goal. Can he do that and then start to ex grow a little bit more? I think Sean Murphy had a 122 last year. I think right now he's at like a 139. He's doing great. He's in a much better offense now, too. So the, the opportunities are there. They're winning baseball games, uh, which I assume helps production just a little bit. It helps keep you motivated game to game when you're fighting for something. And so a 109 from Shea Langlers, I'm happy with that. I think Shea's doing a, a pretty bang up job. Ha, <laughs> bang. Um, he also ranks fifth in a brand new stat over at uh, Baseball Savant. It is called Catcher's Caught Stealing Above Average. Just rolls off the tongue there, StatCast. Uh, catcher's Caught Stealing Above Average. And this is basically a way to measure all of the things that the catcher can control when there is a stolen base attempt. That is what they're trying to do here. And Shale Engler's is uh, top five. He's fifth, but he's top five. Uh, Sean Murphy is a little bit lower. Uh, he, he's a good catcher in this regard. Um, I think that part of it is because the pitchers aren't giving him a lot of help. Uh, and also in the, in the glossary, in the description of what this metric does and what it is, there is this, and it says literally, quote, you steal off the pitcher, not the catcher. So that's basically what they're trying to prove, is how much does the catcher control on a stolen base attempt? And uh, I think that Sean Murphy being top five in this metric, he has two, uh, he has two catchers caught stealing above average. Again, rolls off the tongue, great job. Um, he, he's doing okay in that. Um, and I think like Gabriel Moreno uh, of the Diamondbacks, he was in, in a big trade, he's up there. Um, Keon one? No, there's, uh, there's some other guys there too. Uh, Martin Malinato, he's a great catcher. He, he's up there. Uh, he's, he's with good catchers up there. Um, good young catchers generally, but you know, Malinato's just a savvy vet, I guess. Um, so he, he's amongst some, some good competition there and he's doing a great job. Um, I just wanted to give him some rub because you know, it, it stinks. He's, he's replacing the best player from last year and he's, 
he's doing a bang up job, I would say. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm happy with the job that he's doing. I don't know that he's getting a lot of credit because of how the pitching staff is going, but I don't know how much of that is falling on him in fans' minds. But I think that he's doing a, a pretty good job overall, especially with the bat, because I wanted to focus on his bat because it's a good bat. It's got a good stick. Anyways, coming up, we're going to talk about a couple of rookies and three pitchers that have kind of stood out a little bit this season. So stay locked in, you guys. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, as a new father, it is hard to find time for myself sometimes. Uh, th there's always the struggle of, you know, changing my clothes and showering and brushing my teeth and, you know, doing regular things on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis because there's a little person that depends on me and uh, I, I love it, but it's very easy to get caught up in what he needs from me and, you know, not take enough time for myself. And so that is why BetterHelp is a an option. It's an option for sure. Uh, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Um, I, I, I'm definitely thinking about starting therapy because it just sounds like it could be helpful. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stress in the day-to-day -day life. I feel like therapy could just be a nice way to unwind and get, get a little bit of, you know, mental help. Because, you know, uh, baseball players have uh, mental anxiety and stuff like that. And it, it's not as taboo as it once was, so it's definitely something to consider. It's done entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. The A's are taking on the Mariners on Tuesday night. Uh, as long as there's no rain, and there might be, but as long as there's no rain, you can catch the hometown broadcast on the SiriusXM app. Just download the SXM app, search for athletics, and then you can go ahead and watch Mason Miller do his thing against the Mariners. The Mariners have actually seen him during spring training. We'll see how they do against him in the regular season. Uh, but it... I love watching Mason Miller pitch. That, that's the thing. I, I like watching Mason Miller pitch. He's a lovely guy. Um, quick Mason Miller story before we get into the rest of this podcast. Uh, I was at the game on Friday. I was sitting in the treehouse, uh, seeing what the vibes were like in the treehouse for happy hour uh, compared to the protest outside. And that, that's kind of where I was going with that. And uh, Mason Miller was uh, over there. He was getting interviewed on A's cast. And then he signed a bunch of autographs for kids. And then he went over and called Bingo. And he, he seemed like a he was having a great time. He, he is He's in it for the right reasons. And I really enjoy Mason Miller. So that's your Mason Miller uh, story of the day. Let's talk about some other guys now. Some other rookies that are making some headway for the Oakland A's. First up, we got uh, a, a big deal rookie because he was... The main, one of the big pieces in the Sean Murphy trade that the A's got back, and that is Esteuri Ruiz. He is hitting 255 with a 336 on base. He's got 11 RBIs, 11 stolen bases. He's doing pretty good. He, among rookies, he's not bad. He's not a bad rookie by any means. Uh, the big question with him entering the season would be, can he hit the ball hard enough? And so far, yes. Yes, he can. Uh, he, is, he has an average exit velocity of 85.7 miles per hour. That is uh, a couple of miles per hour lower than the average. He's got some bunts in there, which skewed a little bit. But last season, he was at 73 miles per hour. So uh, he's hitting the ball hard consistently, and that's harder at least. At least harder at least. And uh, he's doing great in that regard. Uh, also, he leads the team in batting with runners in the scoring position because he's hitting 414 with a 485 on base. If there's a guy on base, 
you want uh, in scoring position, on base in scoring position, you want Ruiz at the dish. He keeps trying to bunt for some reason. I really wish he wouldn't because he can. he's hitting 414 in these situations. Swing it! Just swing it! It'd be fine. Uh, overall, he's got a 93 WRC+. plus. That's 7% below league average because 100 is league average. Um, but I think that a, a big part of that, as I alluded to a little bit earlier, is that he has zero home runs and he, he's only walking at a 3.3% clip because uh, he can make contact. He doesn't necessarily have to rely on, you know, just walks as much because uh, he makes contact pretty well. He does a good job with the contact. Um, yeah, strikeout rate is like 17% or something like that. It, it's solid. It's a solid strikeout rate for a guy that's that fast. And also, if he makes weak contact and just get puts the ball in play, he, he's probably thinking, I can beat this out no matter where it's hit. So w would you prefer him to get a walk and just get on base for sure? Sometimes, sure. But he's doing okay. A 93 WRC+, plus, that's not a bad building block, I don't think. I, I, I would like to see him do a little bit better. He, he's having a great season so far. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's doing great. I want to see him do a little bit better next month. This month, in May. Let's, let's up it a little bit more. I'm excited about Este Ruiz, though. He, he's a he's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and then, other guy, we got Ryan Noda. Rule 5 draftee Ryan Noda. Uh, Dodgers did not have space for him, and now he is currently outperforming Freddie Freeman. That's a statement that affects currently, right now. He, he, he Like Brent Rooker, he's not qualified. He's not a qualified hitter just by, like, a couple of plate appearances. But... He's doing really well. He's third among rookies in WRC Plus with a 146. I believe Freddie Freeman's like 128. <laughs> uh, 146 WRC Plus. He is uh, 31st in Major League Baseball in WRC Plus when you put the parameters at 80 miles or uh, 80 miles per 80 plate appearances. If you go to 80 plate appearances, he's 31st in Major League Baseball among hitters. That's really good for Ryan Noda, uh, who has just made his big league debut over the last month. He also made his big league debut uh, on his birthday, which is still awesome to me. I still really like that. Um, one of the reasons that it's so high, that his WRC Plus is so high, he has a 21.2% walk rate. That's great. He is also striking at like 35% of the time, which is a, one of those was, uh, I think he struck out four times on Saturday. Not great. It, probably bump that up a little bit, but uh, that, that's a little bit worrisome moving forward. I'd like to see that go down a little bit moving forward, but that 21.2% walk rate is solid and uh, should lead to good things moving forward. Uh, he's hitting 239 on the season with a 400 on base percentage. 400 on base percentage. No other rookie has that. Ha! He's great. Uh, also, just a uh, Throw salt in the wound, I guess. Uh, Matt Olson has a 147 WRC+. plus. That is only 1% better than Ryan Noda. There's that. Uh, also, Shohei Otani has a 144. That is 2% worse. Shohei Otani is 2% worse than Ryan Noda. April's fun for stats. I'd love to see that continue. I don't know that it... If he keeps walking, sure, it might. Maybe if he hits some more dingers. He's, he's got room to improve, honestly. This is kind of his profile, and I, I think he, he can do it. Ryan Noda, he's also a delight in the clubhouse. He is he is bought into everything. He thinks that the A's got a lot more wins in him than they've been showing in the first month. Um, and I, I like Ryan Noda quite a bit. He's a good, good dude. So 
big supporter of Ryan Noda. And then, we got three standout performers from the pitching side. They're all bullpen guys. <laughs> and to be a standout performer for me in April, you just had to have a below-league average ERA. I didn't even bother to switch the, the league average thing to bullpen. I went with just straight-up league average uh, ERA, which is 436. So ERA is bef- below 436. It's got three of them. Here they are. You got Richard Lovelady. He has a zero ERA. Oh, hard to get better than that. Zero ERA in six innings. Um, he was uh, climbed off of waivers, I believe, um, and then brought up like immediately uh, because the A's needed fresh arms. And Richard Lovelady is a he. He was a fresh arm. He's been solid for the A's. Um, also, very nice guy. I like Richard Lovelady quite a bit. Um, Zach Jackson. He's he's been solid. He might. I think he should be the A's closer. As of right now, I think he should be the A's closer. Uh, Jerry's Amelia is fine. He, he's okay. Uh, but if J- Zach Jackson is fresh, I want him closing games. That is what I want right now. He has a 2.13 ERA in 12 and two thirds innings pitched. Um, he, he's had some walk issues, but I think that some of those walk. He he had some walk issues last year too. But I think that some of the walk issues this year are that he's being used so much. And just like back-to-back situations because they just need coverage in in games because the starters were not going deep enough consistently. And uh, that, that was really putting attacks on the on the bullpen. I, I think that Zach Jack could could be really good moving forward here if the A's can get more innings out of their starters. We'll see how that unfolds throughout the course of the season. And then uh, Sam Mole, who is great. Um, I, I talked to Sam Mole for like 20 minutes. He... I asked him one question. We talked for 20 minutes about pitching. He was great. I did not. I, I was only asking him one, one question. I did not record any of it. So that sucks. But uh, Sam Mole was, is very cool. I, I very much enjoy Sam Mole. He has a 3.48 ERA in 10 and a third innings pitch. Um, hopefully he'll be a guest on the podcast at some point. I just got to figure out, uh, you know, when and what to talk about. So <laughs> that'll be great because he already did a lot of the, the stuff that I would have talked to him about. So I got to find new questions and uh, maybe just talk about pitching in general and, you know, stuff like that. Um, also, I, I probably should have plugged this earlier, but uh, on tomorrow's show, I would like to answer all of your Howard Terminal questions. There's no A's game today. So when I go to record before tomorrow's game, there won't have been a game played. So uh, let me know what your Howard Terminal questions are. Uh, down in the comments, and then, uh, you know, I'll answer those on tomorrow's show as best I can. So that's all that I got for you guys today. But uh, thank you so much for making the Lockdown A's your first lesson of the day for you everydayers. Tomorrow's show is going to be all about Howard Terminal answering your questions. What's the deal? Well, not in Howard Terminal. I I should really go with A's relocation process. I'm so used to saying Howard Terminal, and I've just kind of blocked Vegas from my mind at this point. What, what, what are your questions about Vegas, Howard Terminal, all of that? The A Stadium situation is how I should phrase that. That's, that's my bad. Um, yeah. What are your questions? Let me know down in the comments. But uh, thank you. Thanks for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. You can follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's. Uh, but that's it for me today, guys. So until next time. Go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk with you tomorrow.